Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. I am your one and only host, Angela Schultz. When I was becoming a mother, I was barely out of high school. So if I were to sit here and say I knew exactly what I wanted for my child and exactly how I was going to parent my child, I would be totally lying out of my ass. I barely knew who the hell I was or what I was going to be when I grew up. Some people told me that I needed to look at how I was raised and use that as an example. Well, honey, I was raised by a farmer that lived and breathed farm life. So I never really saw him and by a mill worker that was cranky all the time and couldn't go anywhere unless she had her face on. Did that mean that I needed to raise my child to live in the barn and not leave unless they had makeup on and add a sailor's mouth to that? Who the hell knows? I only knew that I had my grandma. She was the only person at the time that understood me and wanted nothing but the best for me. She was my best friend. She gave us some good advice and sometimes some not good advice, but she was also very blunt and brutally honest. I knew I wanted my child to be raised the way my grandma was with me. She was the best role model I had. In this episode, I will be sharing a few stories about my adventures with grandma. This episode will definitely give you an insider look of why I am the way I am. Oh, man. When I was growing up, I knew I had a very unique grandma. She wasn't like those little old grandmas I saw on the TV that were baking cookies all the time and wearing those cute little aprons. She was completely opposite. My grandma didn't like to cook. She went somewhere and got it from them. She's five foot, 11 inches tall with broad shoulders, tight curled hair. Well, I, I mean, I guess that's kind of like the grandmas on TV, but still. She had a voice that no one, and I mean no one, could ever forget. When she walked into a room, any room, she grabbed the attention. She never fit in anywhere she went. And to be honest, that didn't matter. She loved standing out. At one point, she was given the nickname Red because she looked around at her work one day and noticed every woman there had the same hair color as her. So she went and bought some hair dye and dyed her hair bright red because she didn't want to fit in. She embraced the fact that she was unique and wanted others to know it was okay to be different, to stand out, to be comfortable in your own skin. She was the one person I looked up to the most. She taught me how to love myself and for who I am and love without limits. When I decided to play an instrument in school, I swear to God, my grandma turned into my personal cheerleader right in front of my eyes. She never missed a concert of mine from fifth grade all the way to 11th grade. And we lived in different towns and God knows what she was doing the next day. So, I mean, it was a commitment. I never, never had to look up to see where she was sitting in the bleachers because she would just stand there and wave or yell at my name. And sometimes, most of the time, actually, she did it all. 
In elementary school, her cheerleading was a bit embarrassing at times, but I didn't see anyone else there having that kind of support I had, so I knew I was making her proud. Maybe I was the lucky one. It was when I started high school that being a part of the band got more serious. It went from just a couple of concerts a year to marching band, pep band, solo ensemble, band trips, and concert band. Grandma was beyond excited, like more excited than I was. And that was kind of bad. She not only bought me a new trumpet, but she also bought a camcorder so she could tape as much of my performances as possible and then rewatch them with my grandpa. He didn't leave the house very much, so this was her way of having him be there with me and seeing it, but I secretly think it was just because she wanted to rewatch it also. Her cheerleading skills literally, they, I mean, they intensified by a thousand at that point. The concert that changed the rest of the, my band concerts during my, was during my sophomore year. Grandma knew there was a song we were playing and I was struggling with a certain part. When she would call me during the week to see how I was doing and I would just straight up tell her I was getting frustrated. But she reminded me over and over that nothing is impossible. I just needed to keep working at it. And every time I got done talking to her, I immediately started feeling better. She made me want to work harder for her, you know, to make her proud. But she just made me want to work harder. I don't know why. She just put that little spark in my butt. So I played my little heart out. And by the time the concert arrived, I actually felt ready for the song. Grandma was so excited for me because she knew how hard I worked. I just didn't realize how excited she actually was. She knew the part that was terrifying for me. So a uh, part of the song, I should say. So, you know, I was, yeah, she knew. So as the concert was about to begin, I look up into the bleachers and I see my grandma with her camcorder. She stood up. She didn't have to because I saw her there. Everybody else did too. But she stood up anyways and gave me the big thumbs up. I heard a few giggles from my fellow band members, but once again, I didn't see their grandma standing up and giving them a thumbs up. Just saying. The song that was a thorn in my side started. The band played it better than we had ever and didn't miss one single beat. Before the song was even over, an overly loud yes was yelled out with a clap to follow. Before I looked up, I knew. I just knew it was my grandma. Of course, it had to be my grandma. My face began to match my band uniform, but I didn't even know it was her. Yeah, I didn't even look up, but I knew. I just knew. And then when the song ended, the rest of the audience joined my grandma as she continued to sit there and clap and hoot and holler. Many of my band members picked on me that night about grandma. I was embarrassed. Oh, I definitely was. I knew she was proud and she meant well. But damn, lady, high school is hard enough. I mean, you really aren't helping me out here. The following school day, our band class was told we were going to be watching our concert that we just had performed. I was immediately like, no, don't do this. Not again. My friends were giggling and picking on me. They were my friends, so I could handle that. 
but it was when the band director stopped the tape and told the class the next song was his favorite and he thinks Angela's grandma will agree with him. <laughs> the entire band erupted into laughter while I tried to hide. From then on, before any concert, the band director would joke around and tell the entire band that we needed to make sure we were making Angela's grandma proud. After a few concerts, it grew on me and then I ended up being the one making all the jokes about it. But hey, at least I had someone cheering me on. That's the best thing I could have. Now, my grandma didn't give a fuck about what other people thought. She was living her life the way she wanted. And nobody was ever going to stop her. We all should live like this, people. We really should. Many times she tried telling me I wouldn't be so stressed if I cared less about what other people thought and more about what makes me happy. And she's correct. She always is. She's woman. All of us women are correct. <laughs> One weekend, I stayed overnight at Grandma and Grandpa's house. I am considered to be a chatterbox. I'm just throwing that out there. And while we're all sitting in the living room, Grandma, Grandpa, and I, we're watching TV. And out of the blue, my grandpa stands up and he starts taking his wallet out of his back pocket. The whole time he's doing that, I'm watching him, but my mouth is just flapping away with I mean, most likely a bunch of nonsense. I don't know. But I was just I was just talking away like normal. He took some cash out of his wallet and I watched him hand it to my grandma as I was still talking. And then I've never heard my grandpa, but he like he, he made me pause for a second. He's like, Red, take her somewhere. I'm trying to watch the show. I have been waiting all week for it. He made it very obvious that all of those comments he was making earlier, like, do you ever stop talking? I need to get rid of you with a smile on his face. I'm watching this Angie baby. All of those comments were not a joke. I did eventually get that hint only after he gave grandma the money to spend on me and whatever. I, on, I felt bad and I still feel bad and he's gone now from, for a while. I told him how sorry I was and I promised him I would, I would stop talking. I should never promise that because I always talk. He winked at me though and he said it was okay because he actually needed a break from grandma. I knew that was a lie, <laughs> but that's okay. Grandma didn't hesitate for one second. Uh -uh. As soon as she got that money, she grabbed it and she looked over at me. She said, there's a movie playing at the movie theater that she really wanted to see. Now, I never knew what movies were playing, but what I did know was that I was going to see a movie and that sounded freaking awesome. I didn't get to go see movies much, so I was a little excited. But as we pulled into the parking lot of the movie theater, I wondered if there was even a parking spot available for us, let alone any tickets. The parking lot was extremely full. But this didn't stop grandma. Nothing did. Nothing ever. I was trying like hell, dragging my feet not to walk in there because it was so packed. And when we walked in there, to my surprise, there were a few tickets left for the very movie my grandma wanted to see. The movie <laughs> was The Sixth Sense. You know, the movie that goes, I see dead people. <laughs> yeah, that one. As soon as she handed me the tickets, 
I swear she walked away from that ticket booth like she had a little pep in her step. Almost like she was skipping. And she had a huge ass grin on her face to go with it. Before the movie started, we did get our usual items it needed in order to watch any movie ever. Popcorn, soda, candy, you name it. Then we made our way to the theater room. Grandma's walking in front of me and I stopped walking. And I just stared at the entire room. Taking it all in. I have never seen so many people in one room. It was like, oh, even thinking about it, it was actually extremely overwhelming for me. I instantly regretted the fact that I annoyed grandpa. Grandpa's voice has never been, grandma's voice, sorry, has never been quiet, soft, or known as feminine. I mean, I want to make that, she sounds like a male. <laughs> and she goes, we can sit here, it's a sofa. I heard some giggling after grandma made our presence well known. But then I noticed the sofa was actually labeled for lovers. What the fuck? I'm not grandma's lover. Oh my God. I tried like hell to look around for a different seats, but there was nothing. I was left with no choice. She sat down and got comfortable and told me to sit my ass down so she could watch the movie. I needed to just try to not give a shit and sit down just for an hour or two. So now I'm sitting with my grandma in the lover's seat. And grandma decided to start whispering in my ear that this movie is going to be great. My grandma's whispers were not actual whispers. She just lowered her already low voice, but her volume never changed. Yeah, I wanted to leave before it even started. Already knowing how grandma acted at home while watching TVs, and movie, I'm not sure why I even thought it was a great idea to, <laughs> and she would change anything while we're in public. But one can hope. Now this room that was full of to capacity was in dead silence as they're to everyone's totally invested into the movie. I reached over to grab my soda, and as I was taking a drink, my grandma decides to yell out, "Oh Jesus Christ!" during a scene in the movie. If you have seen the movie, it was the part where a ghost walked past and had a huge head wound. If I tell you I wanted to be invisible at that moment, would you blame me? She didn't even whisper. Like she didn't even try. She just, she just blurted it all out. I whispered to her after I managed to swallow that soda. Grandma, we are not home. You're embarrassing. The savage that she was responded back with, I paid money to watch this. We, they will get over it. I sunk down into our lover's seat as much as I possibly could. I sat there hoping that time would fly by fast. Then grandma started what I call the prediction phase. That she does every time we watch something. And um, once this happens, she will continue to do this and change her predictions, you know, throughout the movie until the movie ends. And then at the end, she's happy she was right the whole time. And she would just sit there and be like, oh, I'm happy. So immediately it was, I think he is dead. He doesn't know it. He is dead. 
She said all of that without trying to be quiet. I truly believe she forgot where we even were. I was now already hoping that in any case, because honestly, why would grandma do this to me? But that now people were yelling at us and making comments towards us. I just pretended that I didn't exist at all. I also swore to myself that I would never go to another movie theater with my grandma ever again. I may not have known anyone in that room, but they all knew I was sitting in a lover's seat with the loud lady that wouldn't shut the fuck up. When the movie ended, I honestly had no clue what was a, what the whole movie was about or how it ended. When I slumped down to our lover's seat in embarrassment, I quit listening or paying attention to everything. I shut the whole world completely out. On my, our way home, Grandma was chatting away about how amazing the movie was and how happy she was to take me. She started asking me about my thoughts on the movie. I just, I'm like, I'm confused. I told her that I was so embarrassed I couldn't focus. And that I wished I would have been quiet for Grandpa. And now, I felt really bad telling her this. I actually did. But I couldn't hide it. I will never forget this. Never. As we pull into her driveway, she parked our, the van and turned to look at me and gave me a life lesson that I now understand and can appreciate. Grandma looked at me and said, nobody is better than the next. We all paid the same amount to watch that movie. If you can't handle being yourself anywhere you go, then you are lying to yourself. Why should she stop how she responds to things to make strangers happy? She then went there for the both of us to have a nice time and she didn't get a rat's ass if someone had a problem with her. Grandma wasn't wrong. Not one bit. I also made a mental note to make sure I don't do any of that to my children or grandchildren because that shit's embarrassing. <sighs> so now my grandma was most definitely embarrassing, but she was also the one person while I was growing up that looked out for me, made sure that I was okay, made sure I was taken care of both physically and mentally, more mentally than anything. I mean, all physically too. I was bullied a lot growing up and I know everybody says that, but honestly, I really was. I would often call grandma after school with tears just running down my face. I could barely even get a word out because I was so shook up. Now, this would be considered my drama queen phase to, that some people said I was going through. But no, I was really being bullied and they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> anyway, it's my podcast. I can say that. So grandma, she would sit there and calm me down. And she would tell me to breathe, to close my eyes, to take deep breaths. And after I was calmed down enough to talk, she would listen endlessly to everything I would say. And when I was done, she would give me advice most of the time. She would tell me not to show my emotions to the, my bullies and make sure that the teacher knows what is going on. A few times she told me she was going to take care of it. Now, I never knew what she really meant by that, but to be honest, I don't think it matters. 
it was comforting to know that she believed in me, believed me and she was there for me and wanted the best. That's all I needed, honestly. Now, Christmas was approaching around the time I was getting picked on the most. And grandma was trying to cheer me up like usual. She even got my grandpa in on the ta her tactics. My mind was in a very dark space at that time. I was at the age where Christmas was really not a big deal to me. Presents weren't going to fix the real world problems I was going through. Christmas day, I sat down by my grandpa, like I always did. And he was sitting there hyping me up the whole entire time. Now, he was always a jokester, so I never, I never knew what to expect from him either. And he's telling me he wanted my gift more than me and so on. Grandma got up and she was handing out a few gifts and then turns to me and told me my gift was in Grandpa's room. Well, now I know why he knew what it was. He never knew what our gifts were until we opened them. He helped pay for them. But Grandma was the one that planned our Christmas gifts all year round. She was the more dominant one in the marriage. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So my grandpa, so I walked into my grandpa's room and I saw an object next to his bed and it was completely covered with blankets. I'm looking at it like, what the hell? I slowly lift the blankets and uncovered a beautiful wooden vanity with a mirror and a cushioned stool. Now I'm not a makeup everyday kind of person and I never really was. I stood there in front of it wondering what I was going to put in it because I didn't own makeup. That's when grandma walked into the bedroom alone. She put her hands on my shoulder, positioned my body perfectly in front of that vanity mirror. She looked at me through the mirror and began telling me she thought this was the perfect gift for me. She said, I wanted you to see the beautiful person that I see every day. Now you can sit down every day on that stool and see what I see. I started crying. Then I gave her the biggest hug, accompanied with some snot, I'm sure, <laughs> from all the crying. Who wouldn't? This was not only the best gift, but it came with so much meaning. And that is what I cared about and still care about the most. Grandma told Grandpa what her plan was and what she was going to say. So when I went back into that living room and sat back down, he hugged me just as tight and whispered, I love you, Angie, baby. I miss that man. Anyway, I told him I loved him and I loved my gift. After the embrace, he tried to break the emotions with a joke and told me that he was afraid to even look in the mirror because his face would break the mirror. So he made sure Grandma covered it up. This gift meant more to me than anything. It wasn't a gift. It wasn't the gift itself. It was the thought. The moment Grandma and I shared and the amazing support I was given. I was always said there is no other person on this earth like my grandma. She is truly one of a kind. Then I got older and my children got older as well. I am not the average parent. And I don't want to be. I love to joke around or make people feel uncomfortable. I truly do. it. It's horrible. I feel so bad for my husband. But he laughs about it. So, mm, oh, well, sorry, babe. But, you know, not uncomfortable in a bad way. I just make funny little jokes loud enough for other people to hear around us. And, you know, and I also like to ask random questions 
to random people just to see their reaction. I do a boyfriend application for any boy that tries to date one of our three girls. I am still trying <laughs> to talk my three sons into letting me be the first one to bring him to a strip club. Okay. I yell out, are you done pooping to my husband when he's using a public bathroom? It wasn't until recently that I realized there is someone on this earth that is kind of like my grandma. It was the day one of my kids warned their friend about me before they came over. Why did they need a warning? I was just sitting there like, why? Then it hit me like a ton of bricks. I am exactly like my grandma. Just an updated, maybe upgraded version. My grandma was my best friend. She was a mother to me. A personal cheerleader that came with some embarrassing moments, a lot of them. My counselor that never got paid enough, but most of all, she was my person. We have a beautiful relationship and I wouldn't want it any different. She made me the person I am today. I hoped to be like her one day and here I am. I fucking nailed it. I nailed all of it. This episode is dedicated to my beautiful grandma. She is still with us, but dementia is slowly taking her away. I am watching a woman I looked up to my entire life leave me slowly. But then every once in a while, she will do or say something that makes me go, yep, okay, she's still the same old grandma. Like recently, she told a care partner at her nursing home, hey, when you die, can I have that shirt? Really, grandma? Really? <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to me chat away. I am now available on just about every podcast platform. Check out my Facebook page, Chaotic Harmony, and let me know if you like what you're hearing. Now go out there and do what my grandma and I do. Embrace the weird and make normal feel boring. Bye guys.